Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Yvonne Michelle Show. How are you doing, guys? How are you this evening? I hope that you are well. I am just going to make sure that everything is running according to plan. Now, listen, before I even get started, I'm just going to say to you, share this. Tonight's, tonight's conversation is going to be juicy. I'm just saying, I just got this feeling, I'm preempting that tonight is going to be something very special. So I want you to get on to your social media and I want you to share this with all of your people then, all your family, your friend and your frenemies because we all have them. If you don't want to believe it, that's up to you, but we all have them somewhere in the shadows. You will find them. Yes, you will. You definitely, definitely, definitely will. So I'm here and I'm just posting, I'm sharing it to all of my amazing, 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 amazing groups. I am. And what a week it has been. I mean, I took last week off, I was away on a retreat for women. It was absolutely fantastic. But what happened the weekend? Everybody's talking about it. It's on everybody's lips. Everybody is talking about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett and the slap that nearly took out Chris Rock's jaw. Yeah, so much so that his brother has said, don't try it, you know, there's 10 of us. When you trouble one, you trouble all. And, you know, we're looking at, that's a family, a family unit. His brother stepped out and he said, listen, listen me good. You hit one, you hit all. So what happens to the family dynamic? Now, we know that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett are a married couple. They've been married, they've been together for 20 odd years and they have two children together. They certainly do. But, 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 but. How is this impacting the family unit? Tonight we're talking about toxic relationships. Tonight we're talking about to toxic relationships from the male perspective. We're looking at this. We're going to unpick some things tonight. I'm really excited about tonight's show. I don't know about you guys, but I'm telling you, you need to, all of you on YouTube, wherever you are looking, you need to tell your friend them to get involved. Now, if you have something to say, if you've got... If you've got an opinion, we want you to put it on the chat. We will read it out um, a little bit later. If you have an opinion, we want to know your thoughts. And really and truly make your thoughts, you know, come on. We're not silly people. We're grown folk. So make sure that if you're answering a question, that you put a bit of the question into the answer so that we know what you're talking about. All right. So now that the English lesson is over. We have um, some gentlemen coming, but before they come, I want to say this to you, that, ooh, I wanna say this to you, that I have heard so many, many things about this situation. Many things have been spoken over the week, it must be 10 days or so now about this situation. And some people are sick of hearing it. And at one stage I was, until I really started to look at the psychology of, and the behavior of all of the people involved in 
the situation. So tonight, as we go, and as we move on throughout the coming weeks, we are going to be doing a series around the family. We're going to be looking at many, many different things um, in regards to the family, how we interact, how we gel with each other, why families um, are not getting on, why is the family unit kind of like on the decline, really? So we're going to be looking at those kinds of things. But that's that's in the coming weeks as we go on. Next week, it will probably be the women will have a say about toxicity and how they see it. And we're going to look at behaviours. So it's going to be interesting. So if you know that you are an expert in behaviours in um, this arena, in the family, if you're a family counsellor, if you work around this area, I want you to DM me, direct message, if you don't know what DM mean, direct message me to come on the show and be a part of the show. So I'm just going to do this and then we're going to get started. We, I'm really excited about tonight. So we have one of our guests in already in the studio and I'm going to bring him in shortly. And then the other um, guests will come in shortly. Oh my goodness, I can see clearly. Okay, so yeah, so our guests arriving in the studio right now. So without further ado, I'm gonna start to introduce and um and one of our studio um guests actually I want him, I think he can hear me. I want he wrote a piece actually about the Smiths from his perspective. Uh, I'm hoping that Tony will be able to read that out um, a little bit later as well, because I I actually thought it was a really good piece that he wrote. I agree with everything that he said, but you might disagree. You might think, nah, it's this, nah, because this is controversial. This whole episode of the slap. And let me say, there will be no slapping tonight. Oh, no, no slapping. Not that you will see anyway. Anyway, so. Without further ado, I'm going to bring in my guest for the night. Yeah, so I've got tree man tonight, you know. And I a lucky girl. Hey, lucky lady tonight. All right, so let, without further ado, I'm going to add my guys to the chat. Here we go. So first of all, let me just bring in... Hi, Lincoln, how are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? I'm good, good, good. How are you? I'm wonderful, you know, this evening. I'm wonderful. I am very excited about this conversation. Oh, no, guys, think. I just want to know what the men think. So, really and truly, there might be little input from me tonight, but you know, I'm. I'm I want to hear what you guys have to say. I'm going to bring in our Tony. Hi, Tony. Hello. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. Good, 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 good to see you. Tony, there was a piece you wrote on Facebook about the Smiths. So if you could find that. Uh, I think I've got it. Uh, yeah. I've written a few bits, but I think I've got the piece you might be referring to. Yeah, you were looking at different aspects of it and you were saying bits and pieces, but yeah. Uh, it was on Facebook, by the way. Anyway, so you got time. And my other guest has, I don't know, I, don't, I think he's having trouble. Oh, here he comes. Here he comes, here he comes. Here we go. Let's see if we can get him on stream. Hi, Theo. Hi. How are Hi. you guys? Good. Hi, Theo. Right, so it's really the hard way to know. So we're 
We've got people here on the chat. Good evening, my friends. Good evening. Good evening for those of you who are joining, joining in this evening. Good evening. Lovely to see you all. Thank you for being here. And do get involved in this conversation because this conversation is, is going to be live tonight. Yes, yes, yes. So anyway, without further ado, we are talking about toxic relationships. Why are we talking about toxic relationships? Well, we were going to be talking about the family anyway. We we're going to be talking about relationships anyway. And then last week, Saturday, or was it the Saturday before, the Oscars happened. And in the midst of the Oscars, we got one black man on, on, on stage and we got another black man. And I'm, I'm, I'm calling out the, the, the colour because it's necessary today on, on, with his wife sitting down. And then a joke was made. The lamest joke I've ever heard. But the joke was made nevertheless. The joke went like this. Jada, we love you. Can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2. That was the joke. The next thing we see is Will Smith. Up on his feet to go and bang out Chris Rock. Gave him a slap, right across the face. Then he went on to say, keep my wife's bleeping name out of your mouth. Everybody's in shock. It's split people. People, Some people uh, are like, yes, he's, he's right. And equally, there's people on the other side saying he's right. Subsequently from there, there's been a lot of talk about toxic relationships, talking about is Jada narcissistic? Is Will the follower? Is Will the one that is hard done by, you know, or is Jada the one hard done by? Because, you know, we're talking about alopecia and all these kinds of things. So today we've got three straps in wonderful men on the panel we're going to talk about toxic relationships from the male perspective ladies you will have your chance we will bring you on next week but right about now this is the men's platform and i want the men to feel free to speak their truth as they see i know it's going to be kind of hard for me to go on my mouth but <laughs> important that we hear, especially because we're talking about toxic yeah? and it always is it's always pointed to the man being the one who's toxic really, right? In in times past, it's he is the man who's done certain things but now we, we, we're on an open playing field we're talking about toxicity and it, it and these men may talk from their own experience or they may not. They may talk from another point of view, but we're going to have conversation today. So without further ado, let's get into the conversation, guys. So I'm going to go to my brethren first. I've got to go to Tony. <laughs> to you because I just feel troublesome tonight. So I'll go to you tonight. Tony, what in we know what's happened we've had the synopsis we know what's happened with 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 will and his wife but from a toxic kind of perspective now from another perspective 
from how you see as how do you see this at from from a male point of view well 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 i mean i thought this was a very good example of a black marriage working for many years <laughs> up until recently and i'm not talking about just in the last two weeks i'm talking about possibly since the red table talks began but up until that point let's give it credit for what it has been because what i like to do is i like to compare it to my own relationships and my own marriages as many people will know i've been married for one marriage of 16 years another marriage of three years and for like the, the marriage that was 16 years long most of that for like maybe 15 of those 16 years was good loved my partner had wonderful kids had a great relationship bought two houses cars we built we built something as a as a couple then it fell apart and i think i need to give credence to will and jada in the same way because they were clearly um young when they got together i don't know the exact ages but what i do know is they were married when he was 26 and she was 23 and he's now 53 and she's now 50 right so that's 25 years of marriage yeah or oh, 30 years of, 30 years of marriage my maths is bad even though i'm a teacher for a living but you have to say they must have experienced a lot of good in that time and let's not forget they have children and what looks like two reasonably good children I mean, I'm not going to say they're the best in the world and they should be what all of our children should be looking for by way of standard of black children because they have issues. But to all intents and purposes, they're a good upstanding example of a couple who stayed out of the drama. Yeah. And I want to build on that because I want to build in some history that allows us to look at the toxicity of the two partners because what you have to realize will had a child with a, a lady previous to meeting jada and he was also quite promiscuous in his years around the end of the, the fresh prince of bel-air um there was a number of entanglements can we call it that on will's part before he finally settled with Jada. Yeah? Mm -hmm. um, then, of course... And I'm going to speed you up, Tony. I'm going to speed you up. And they went up. on. Yeah. And then they have had some issues of late, not least of which is an entanglement between Jada and her son's friend, um, August, whatever his name is. Elsie. Yeah? Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right? Yeah, so we know this. So we now have that history because I think it's very important to state some of that stuff comes back into the story when people start saying toxic this, toxic that. Well, it's because he's this. No, it's because she's that. I think you have to weigh all these things into the equation when you turn around and start throwing accusations at who's to blame. 
because I don't think this is a simple scenario of, oh, yeah, well, clearly she's a narcissistic woman and he's a simp and he's just kowtowed to her, rolling her eyes and gone and done a madness. And now we are where we are. No, there's a lot more to this story. And clearly people are looking at it from different angles because we have some people saying, well, he's right. He needed to defend his woman because people have been chipping away at the two of them for quite a while now and he's had enough. He hit the, he hit the wall, he couldn't take it anymore and he, mental health kicked in. And then other people will say, well, no, it's all because of him. He chose to do this, blah, blah, blah. So I think I've built it enough. I'll let the other gentleman come in at this stage because I don't want to hog your show. Hopefully you get my reason for introducing some of the other parts of the story into the, the, the discussion. Thank you, Tony. Shell says, hope they are okay by August. I think that's the running joke now. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, Lincoln, I'm going to bring it in then. So, can we just, if we can just make our comments as short as possible, then we can keep the conversation flowing. Yeah? Okay, um, guys. Well, <laughs> I think, I think, I think both of them are toxic. I think that, um, all right, and put it this way. If that wasn't Chris Rock, but it was The Rock who had made that joke, I think Will Smith would have sat his behind down and not made a move onto that stage. I think that's the first thing. And I think secondly, that both, I, I've looked at, I've watched Jada and heard the things about Jada and thought to myself, you know, something there's not something, something not quite right there. And I've looked at, at Will and I saw a documentary that he did and I thought, there's something not quite right here. Um, but anybody can make a comment about anything that they see. They just seem to be, both of them just seem to be toxic. I mean, all right, you've been married for 20 odd years, but what kind of marriage has it been? You know, are you hurting each other? Are you, you know, embarrassing each other? That red table talk that they did where she talked about her entanglement with August Alcina. I mean, that guy, to me, he looked, I mean, he was sweating, he was uncomfortable, you could see the anger on him, you could see, you know, he felt, it was almost like a guy was kind of broken and embarrassed and she just opened him up to, you know, all sorts of people to make all types of comments. And I just thought, wow, what a crazy situation to be in. You know, but at the end of the day, they've got agents and those agents are saying, you know, well, you know, you've got an image to, you know, to keep up and what have you. And I, to be honest with you, it's a mess. If we're talking about the black family, then, you know, bring it on. But these two, I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. CLU, please jump in. Well, their relationship is, their relationship is, you know, just because they've been together for 20, 30 years, whatever, doesn't mean it's been a good relationship. It doesn't mean that at all, because apparently they have an open relationship, so they're sleeping around with anybody. But the minute they went on that red table talk thing, that just opened up the whole relationship, so we can actually see the dynamics of the relationship, and we can see that it's not it's not healthy. The children are a reflection of them, and the children are all over the place. It's all about fame and publicity. 
what he did was an overreaction, irrespective of whatever. Yeah. Trying to show his masculinity. That's an overreaction. There was there was no call for that. The, 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 the thing is, he was actually laughing. Mm. So he found it reasonably funny. So for him to then get up and walk up and do what he did was was not even necessary. Mm. You know, there's other people saying it was staged and all that stuff. I don't want it to be staged. I'm hoping it's not staged because it just downplays the whole Oscars because it was a black Oscar. It just downplayed all the, uh, you know, Samuel Jackson getting his lifetime achievement, his own, you know, his own award, the best actor after all these years, all those movies he's done. He don't, no one's even seen the speech. The man made a powerful speech, but no one's even seen it because no one's talking about it. And the film that actually won the best film was a powerful film about a deaf family, but no one's even talking about that. All we're talking about is this slap. So if it was staged, it was really ill-advised. And for him to say, I'm going to do it, there's a waste, but that was just an overreaction. It was not, there's nothing that he could say to justify why he did that. His wife giving him the side eye, so what? <laughs> you know, and so what? She got embarrassed, so what? <laughs> so what? It happens. You've got a comedian presenting the Oscars. They take the mickey out of everybody. So for him to do that, that showed that there's something wrong with him. And there's obviously something more behind the scenes with Jada. For him to react that way so as much as anybody might say she's not toxic there's something more for her to give him the side eye for him to do that and potentially just ruin everything of what he's built up for all these years there's no need for that man there's no need for that no one can tell me so, that was the right question so, so basically what we've seen within the last few years especially is the demasculation of um will smith because his wife has basically gone out and although he agreed to have to allow his wife to have um, an entanglement, it's clearly ruined him in terms of um, his position within the household. The way she's approached exposing that story to the world on her platform has made him look very poor in terms of um, his role as a male lead in that family. And, the you know, the role of a male lead is a very important one, one which we've touched on many times before um, between us, uh, Yvonne, Theo, and I'm sure, Lincoln, you've um, talked about this before, because it, it, it is very important to understand, the you know, the role of a man will attribute to how he performs in the relationship. You know, if a man is is um, is, a, is sort of um, not taking on the, the mantle of the head of the family or the head of, of, of the household, his diminished role means that he's always gonna be under the foot of what could be considered uh, a strong woman. Um, and that has repercussions. Okay, can, can, I, can I just come in there? Yeah. Just, just to clarify a few things. So the Red Table Talk, um, the reason why they had the Red Table Talk is because August had already spoken out on another platform about mm. 
the 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 relationship so he had already exposed that so they came to the red table talk or the red table to set the record straight um and we saw both of them there so i can only imagine that there would have been some kind of an agreement when they sat at that table to say this is what we're going to say I don't know. We none of us were there, so we don't know. But I just want to get that clear that you know it wasn't like she said, oh, I'm gonna do it, talk about it on the red table. They talked about it on the red table because there was all this speculation, because there was rumors, and rather than wait for other people to make up more rumors, they sat and they said, Right, this is the story. And Can just just to just yeah. to, to give you further details about that specific episode of the red table talks for a 45-minute episode they actually shot that over an eight-hour period. Yeah, that'd be about right. Because that's how TV works. Mm. <laughs> that's how it works. It's not like this. Yeah. You know, I mean? you know what? You know, that whole Red Table talk should never have taken place. Amen. I was just about to say, should I was taken place. and say exactly the same thing. Theo, I'm with you, my brother. Let me tell you something. That should never have taken place. When you looked at that man, that man was broken. Now, they've got agents, they've got, you know, publicists, they've got all types of people. And they should have said, you know what, August is saying whatever he's saying. So a lot of the time, you know, when these things come out, you just get a wall of silence, you know. You don't get people going out and chatting out their business and what have you. And actually, it, it made massive ratings for her red table. What did it do for you, Will? Will should have realised, you know what, this is something I'm not jumping into. I'm not going to do that. That This doesn't make sense. But you can just see the... I can just see him now in my in my mind's eye. He's just sweating and he looks uncomfortable. And he just... <laughs> and he himself, Look, these people are going to rip the pee out of me as soon as this thing, this, this episode goes out. They're going to crucify me. He should never have done it. Never, ever, ever. I'm with you. Sorry, Theo, I'm with you. I think you know what it is. Um, her career hasn't really taken off as much as his. You know, name a name a movie that she's been in or a series that she's been in and it's been a hit. Maybe she's an actress. Matrix. But the Matrix is but she really the Matrix yeah, is a big thing without her. She's not like she's she's in the Matrix. It's back on the reefs. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, not yeah. she's not the, she's not the headline act in anything absolutely you know yeah. she doesn't she's she's a side actress she comes in she's in there she's she's not really anything she's had a few programs that she's produced they're there for a bit then they then they fade away yeah, yeah. so in terms of her career she's she in those she's band. In, she was huh? the lead singer of her own rock band yeah they, they, no, I've never know, heard of anything. And I, and I, you know, you know, it's not very often me and Tony agree on on this platform, is it, Tony? But I actually, what Tony's saying is is is, is true. She is successful in her own right. No, you but I'm talking in terms. No, I'm, what I'm trying to say, Yvonne. What I'm trying to say, Yvonne. She is not. She's she's Will Smith is much more known than Jada. She's known yeah. because of Will. Yeah, she's <laughs> she. If you take Will out of Jada's, if you take Will out of Jada's life at this precise moment, half of the things wouldn't even be done. I don't think but Hollywood would still, open the doors. 
But she's successful. Don't get me wrong. You can't demean her achievements. She's had. I'm not demeaning her achievement. What I'm trying to. Are. What I'm saying is, she's not as she's she's nowhere near Will Smith. No, she's she's no, she's no, she's, no, she's, no, she's no, in the no, she's no, in the no, shadows. No, we can't just demean what she's done on her own, or even nobody's demeaning what she's done. I'm not demeaning her. What and, and I'm agreeing with CLT. What he's saying is, yes, she's done some things, but she's not at the level of Will Smith. But one of the things that I do want to do is I want to I want to draw out a theory. <laughs> so there's a theory that I've heard, and this theory, when I heard the theory from the person, I thought to myself, I went like this. What? <laughs> so I want to draw out Yvonne Michelle. Yvonne Michelle, what is your theory, my sister? Okay, so so I have a, I do have a theory, and I, you know, because the thing is, we're doing a lot of blaming, a lot of blaming, and, and this is what happens when human beings we we do the blame game. But I just think, what if we're not looking at this in the right way? What if there's another perspective? What if Jada and Chris Rock? Tony's face is up. What if? What if? Because let me just dress back before I even pose it. When you look at what's happened and you look at and you think he overreacted, he did overreact. What would make a man do something like that? Could something as mean as, as little as that joke, which was a nonsense, it wasn't funny, it, it was like a statement, it was something and nothing. What why did that one thing tip him over the edge? Right? Will Smith, squeaky clean, been clean for years, has been in the public view with August. We know this, everybody knows this. He was on the red table, never did nothing to August at all. Hasn't even spoken about August at all. But yet, still, so this little joke caused him to do that. So my theory is, what if, because we know that they have an open relationship. We know this because they have said it. What if Chris <laughs> Rock and Jada Pinkett were having some form of relations? Will is aware of this. Looks at because Will is a good looking. Let's let's be clear. He's a good looking man. He's he's on the money. He's got everything going for him. August Alcina means nothing. As as an older man looking at August, it's a younger man. My wife likes a younger man. The younger man is able to do what what maybe he can't do. But if she was to then position herself with Chris, wouldn't that make him even madder? Wouldn't that make oh. him want to thump out the man's face? Wouldn't mm. that enrage him to him to slap in front of millions of people? It wouldn't that be a reason? It so I'm just saying, for me, there's more water more than flour. I'm just All saying. Right. Everyone, just, I would have, I would have accepted that if he didn't laugh at first. Well, I would have accepted that if he didn't laugh at first. He was so busy laughing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's only when he looked at Jada that's when he reacted. 
If he was, well, if on. that was going on behind the scenes, we didn't see that. We yeah, haven't we, seen we, any of that. That's a speculation. We see her eyes roll, and then the next yeah. thing we see is him walking. We don't see what happens in between. We are but, making this up, so we don't know. She, she was looking at him. She was looking at him. We see her looking at him, and he's laughing. If you look at the scene again, she rolls her eyes and looks at Will, mm. and he's laughing. So if that was all going on behind the scenes, he wouldn't have been laughing. He would. He was laughing. He found it funny. He just thought, "Yeah, it's funny. Let's just laugh it off and move on." Then he yeah. looked over at his. He looks. He he mostly would have looked over at Jade. He might not have seen it, but he mostly would have looked over at Jade. He's not going to keep his head straight like that for the whole time. And then you see she's upset. Let me go and do something. Even if she was upset, and even if all that's going on behind the scenes. That didn't. That place was not the place to do it. Oh no, no, no! I'm not. That wasn't the time and the place to do any of that. Never. And I agree with that absolutely. I'm just giving a theory, and the reason. Yeah, and, I mean, do. and another reason why is because apparently I don't know how true this is, and the source has not been named. But apparently, Jada has now come out and said that you know she she didn't she wished that Will did not do that. She also wishes that. You know, it was something that, you know, could have been different because she doesn't need a man to defend. She doesn't need him, not a man. She doesn't need him to defend her. That's what that's what the statement said. So I go back to the theory. I go back to the theory and say and and, and say this. And and that would equally because when we see she doesn't rise, we can't we don't see her get up. We don't see her participating or trying to hold Will back or anything. So, you know, Chris Chris is a man who, let's be honest, is, is a smaller man, smaller smaller in his business, smaller in his stature, smaller in terms of who he, he is as a celebrity. Will is the golden boy. So, I'm just saying, you know, dupping a hoofy frighten, really. Because as Lincoln said, if it was The Rock, that wouldn't have happened. If it was Dave Chappelle, that wouldn't have happened. If it was Ricky Gervais, that would not have happened. So my going back to what I'm saying, what is it about Chris Rock? Could it be that Chris Rock is banging out the woman's back as, as yeah. well, I'm, no, 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 I'm saying it as it's been put out, because it's been put out this way. Not, not to disrespect any woman, I'm just saying, as the talk has been talking, is it, could it be? I'm just asking from a men's point of view, what would make you, what would make you lose it to the capacity that you lose your mind? What would make you lose it? I'm just saying. I'm well, asking. if you, but, but if they're having an open relationship, that shouldn't really be a problem because their relationship's open. Their relationship's no, open. So they have an open relationship. She's, she sticks to everybody. There's parameters <laughs> in that relationship. There's parameters. Really? Yeah, that's what they said. Well, they said that. She, well, she slept, with his, she slept with his son's best friend or something best like that. Friend. So, what so I don't know what kind of parameters there is. Listen, <laughs> I'm just saying. They, I've watched the show. I've watched them. They said, both so of them funny. have said that there are parameters. <laughs> they come into an agreement. So you're, they're supposed to talk about it. With Will and Orsina, the Orsina, <clears> they split up, apparently. They were on a break, whatever that means. And so that's when that happened. But who's to say? 
that 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 didn't happen again and she fell into the arms of chris rock nah and the man is the man is there and he's laughing and he's joking the man we can't rule it we can't rule it out i don't know i can't rule it out because if you're gonna go on ethereum you're gonna have an open relationship and say oh yeah you can do anything can go right for me, there's always going to be one person who's kind of like, boy, I don't, you know, I don't really want it, but I don't think it's always going to be mutually, yes, 100%, 50-50, we both agree with it, or we're both 100% into this. I just don't, I just can't see it, man. I mean, what man wants to see a next man with his wife? Yeah, but I, that's you know what? That's like, Lincoln, 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 Lincoln. Let's be you you might not you might not like to see your wife or your your partner with another man, but there are plenty of men out there who do and don't mind it. Yeah, let's not forget we come from a race of polyamorous people. Yeah, so there are many men who are happy to have several wives, yeah, living in the same household. Yeah. So guess what? All those women are living under the same roof. No, they have to share that man. Yeah. So why does it have to not be uh, something we can comprehend when it works the other way around? Let me just say, from, I can talk for me, for me and from my, as for me and my house, that's not going to work for me. But, yeah, you know, but that's, hey, that's, if that's what they want to do, fine. Yeah, but Lincoln, you're clearly not in touch with your polyamorous history Absolutely as, much as, not. as much as other people are. Because let's be honest, if you were invested into your history the way that some people are, then you would understand that there are lots of Western um, ideals which just don't exist in African society. Yeah? So the whole thing of Oh, we let our we let our children go to a, a separate building with different people from a different race, and we let them educate our children. Doesn't exist historically within the African culture because we never did it that way, and we're we're suddenly realizing that hey, maybe this this way of educating our children is at at the detriment of our children, and we should be educating our children ourselves. And let me let me follow that up by saying I'm a black teacher in a white school, and I'm the only black teacher in that white school. Tony, you've gone from you've gone from being polyamorous to educating the children. Because yeah. I'm trying to explain to you that the concept of polyamory, yeah, is something foreign to a lot of people. So when you start talking about it, nah, man, me not see my woman with no other man. Nah. I didn't put it a, that way, Tony. Let me ask Western... you a question then. Okay, hold on. Let me ask you a question. If you're married, you married for 16 years and you were married for three years, is it okay for a man? Would you be happy or would you be, you know, if you're in touch with your African kind of polyamorous history, would you be happy for another man to sleep with your wife? So now this is a good point, Lincoln, because... Clearly, when I was 20 and 30 and 40, I probably wouldn't be. But I've been oh, you are now. I'm, I'm, I'm not writing that off. Because I've realised it is part of our history that 
I have to embrace as part of my DNA. Yeah, okay. it's part of your DNA, but you haven't embraced it. Congratulations. Yeah, I'll tell you're you. You're happy with that? That's great. That's yeah, all right. Let me give you, let me give you another example where things change and you go, nah, sir, not me. So most of us guys of an age, and I believe you're probably of a similar age to myself, I'm 53, would turn around and say, well, a man wearing a dress, nah, sir, not me, not my children. My boys will be wearing trousers and my girl will be wearing skirt, but my, my boy them, mm -mm, not for me, sir. That was my attitude before. It's Theo's, Theo's, um, when I bring him in, there's a lot of interference when he's coming in. Okay. And this is where some of the things that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith have done with their children, where we look upon their relationship and the way they brought up their children, and we go, nah, sir. You see how the, the, the boy child is wearing um, dress yeah. and all them thing, yeah? And they're given freedom to go wherever they want, whenever they want, because that's how they work in their family. They told their children, we will set no boundaries on what you can do. So when the child was 14, he said, I don't want to live with you no more. And they said, fine, we'll find you a house and you can live there. And they provided him with all that he needed to do. Now, you and I, we're going to go, no, sir, you're living at this house. You do what we say. Until you reach the age where you can manage for yourself, you now do what you want. You see how we can change what we see into the way that we see it, as opposed to the way they see it and the way they will do it. Okay. Anyone want you, to come? You, you, Tony, you, you started talking about kind of um, him wearing dresses and, and all the rest of it. And for me, you know, I, I, all right then, well, I'll tell you what then, I am quite a traditionalist. So no, I wouldn't want my son wearing a dress. Yeah? I wouldn't want my, my son wearing a dress. There's certain things I wouldn't want my son doing. There's certain things I wouldn't want my daughter doing. Uh, one of the issues was um, social services in California were called on Will and his wife because, she, because their 13-year-old daughter, Willow, was seen lying on a bed with a man who was kind of in a state of undress. Now, we can say, oh, well, you know, they're raising their kids. And what did I say? They don't do punishment. Well, I'm sorry, but a child's brain is not even fully developed until they get to a certain age. So as far as I'm concerned, it's my job as a father to protect my children. We can do all this airy-fairy Western thing, you know, that's all right. But you know what? When your 14-year-old or 13-year-old picnic gets raped because they're just Lego beasts and just out doing anything they want to do, right? And it's not even the girls. It's boys and girls that are getting it like that, right? It's my job to look after my children. So I'm not going to say to my 14-year-old, yeah, you can go out and live everywhere you want. Number one, there's a financial implication to it. And number two, there's a danger implication to it. So, you know, look, if that's the way that people want to live, then that's fine with them. But I can say to you, as for me and my house, that's a no-no, mate. Yeah. And, and, and I'm going to be with you, Lincoln. I'm like that. I'm old school like that. But I'm just saying it because clearly they live in a different scope to us and they have a different set of ideals. And what I've come to realise 
in investigating the way they operate. If you read their books and you watch their, their shows and you read exactly how they operate, you have to start to think, actually, they live in a totally different way to the way you and I do. And okay. it's very difficult to make assumptions because we don't live their lives. That's very true. We don't live their lives and they are open to scrutiny and they are open to to speculation because moreover because of the way that they live they choose to live and it's open but i want to just go back to a comment that was made um by um dorota she says i think you can get a lot of information about will in his autobiography um she says she read it a couple of months ago and he starts his biography with the words that says he felt like a coward um, there's a lot of physical implications, psychological implications that come with it. And I know that um, with with Will, he felt inadequate because he was unable to help his mother when his, his dad was abusing her. But on the flip side of that, he just finished playing the role of King, King Richard, who, and if you listen to his speech, he talks about this protecting. Because as you, you guys have mentioned this protecting thing, I thought I'd just hone in right there. He talks about being the man and being the father and being the protector of his family, which he obviously has felt that he hasn't been able to do that. And so I think that when, when I saw it, I said, does he think he's, he's um, King Richard? Is he still in role? Is he still playing the part? Because that was very much... Um, the ethos of that film that King Richard, he really protected his girls and also on that set when they were filming um the black actresses it was it was made known to Will Smith that the black actresses were being paid less than anyone else on set and when they brought that to Will he immediately went and spoke to whomever it would be and said this needs to change and became an advocate for those people who were playing those roles and their wages were, were re-looked at and he was given um, and they were given what they what they duly deserve. So I think that a part of, you know, I've got my, I still got, I'm still holding on to my theory. However, I still see that there was a mindset that Will had that he or has that he must protect and he feels like he's a coward for whatever reason. And so he, that display of what he did could, could have been, part of that and i just wanted to throw that out and you guys still um i think theo's having um some issues with his internet but he will be back i'm sure he'll be back i so mean in, in in response to that yvonne i think you know what i would say is you know i've spent a lot of time this last couple of weeks since the event happened just scrutinizing various videos of people talking about he's responsible, she's responsible, Chris is responsible for saying the joke and trying to dissect it all. And, and quite frankly, you know, I come to the, to the conclusion, as I said just now, we don't live in their house. We don't know what's going on. So all we can do is speculate, yeah? We don't live in that man's mind. We have a, we have a section where he's laughing at this so-called joke and then all of a sudden he's standing up going to Bucks Man on the stage. What actually happened in that little bit of time? Were words said? Because I tried to put myself in that situation where I'm laughing at something and I turn it around and look at my wife and think, oh shit, she's really angry. 
And I think to myself, what, what kind of logic comes in? What could she have possibly said or done that triggers that kind of reaction? And I can only assume that this guy's gone out of his mind. And that to me indicates a mental health issue. I can't pinpoint what it is, but something has gone wrong upstairs for him to have done what he's done because it's totally out of character. We've never seen this kind of behavior from him before. We hardly expected him to do this. And for him to do what he did, you know, bearing in mind, all he had to do was shout what he shouted. Yeah. He didn't have to go up. He could have sat in his chair and said, keep my wife's name out your mouth. And it would have been job done. But what possesses the man to step up, walk to the man, smack him in the face and go back and sit down? And then I believe there's a period where he was asked to leave and it's not confirmed, but I believe there was some hoo-ha about him leaving and refused. And it makes me think, rah, my man thinks he's bigger than the Oscars, that he turns around to the people then and said, no, I'm not leaving because I'm the star. I'm the biggest thing here. You you are only here because I'm here. That's, That's called, a mental health issue. That's called privilege, my dear. Well. On another level. Because, yeah. again, I see this like this. We, especially as black people, we, 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 we know about privilege. We talk about white privilege all the time. But there are some elite black people who have privilege. And Will Smith is one of those people. Now, I have heard, I mean, you know, I'm so close to Hollywood, you know, these days. I know so many people over in Hollywood. But I have heard that um, the uh, police approached Chris Rock, Chris Rock and asked him what, what he wanted to happen. Did he want him to be arrested? And he said no. He wanted it to go on and carry on. And to this day, he's not pressing charges. And that's the only reason why... Um, um, uh, Will wasn't asked to leave, apparently. So, sources from Hollywood say so, you know. <laughs> the only reason what, what he was asked to leave, wasn't he? he initially, but Chris Rock put a, a stop in that, put a fork in the road, and said, No, he will stay. And so, on, on this, on his say so, they've allowed it, they allowed him to stay. He was allowed to get his Oscar. Um, you know, and, and and let's be clear, I think Will Will knew that he was getting an Oscar that night. Where he was positioned, he was right at the front. He, he you know, and again, he was part of the academy. He was in a position of privilege because he was part of the academy. He was a member of the academy. Mm. Not everybody's a member. Yeah. He's in a position of privilege. That's... And, and, and just again, just to throw further weight on this mental health issue, you realize that this show is being run by Will Packer, a black man, for the first time in the history of the Oscars, with a full production crew of only black people for the first time in the history of the Oscars. You realize you've got Richard Williams and the, and the Williams family sitting right behind you to take advantage of this fantastic opportunity, which they would never have had before, you do realize you've got Samuel L. Jackson and Denzel Washington, who are black royalty in Hollywood, awaiting an Oscar on the same night that several other black people are getting uh, commended for Oscars. And you you do this? This, this just makes no sense. 
So I only go and say, well, you know what? It's, it, ask yourself this question. If you realize that black people have been given an opportunity to host something for the first time in their history ever, despite participating in this song and dance business for so long, would you spoil it for a little joke like that? What is what, what was in, even funny? Would you really spoil it? Mental health issue, my brother and sister. That to me just sounds like a mental health issue. Or Chris Rock sleeping with his wife. <laughs> oh dear. Even that. Or will just out of order. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, mean we can we can speculate because you're saying you know we 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 don't walk in their shoes. We don't know what's going on. And I would I would back that back to you and say we don't know what's going on. I mean, when I looked at his um, documentary. He did a documentary, it's on Netflix, and it's about him, I mean, essentially him losing amount, a certain amount of weight over a certain amount of time, but then it goes into his mom and him feeling that he was a coward and all the rest of it. And when I started kind of hearing some of the things it was saying and some of the, because it's like fly on the wall stuff, isn't it? And I started realising this is a guy that is, that is surrounded by yes people. Just say yes to him. Because you're Will Smith, you're the biggest star, one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. So you can get away with anything that you want to get away with. But when you get that, it's almost like a, it's almost like a worship thing. Like you're worshipped by people. Can you imagine some of the fan mail that he gets and all the rest of it? And I just think to myself, boy, it's like when you get to them stages and that kind of, you know, into that kind of stratosphere of star, stardom and what have you. I think that people start to go off the, go a little bit, you know, kind of a little bit off the tracks and start thinking, you know what, I'm now a trendsetter and I can do what I want. And I think that that's, in head just, you know, when we were growing up, your mum and your mom, my mum would say, yeah, your head tech him, your head tech him. And I think him head tech him and he just thought, you know what, I've got to try and, you know, um, pull it together for my wife and make it look good for my wife and what have you. And he just went up there and just thought, you know what, I'm just going to go for it because, you know, I'm not a coward anymore. I just, I don't know, it's just, it's just a very, very strange, weird situation. And but do you know what the funny thing is, Lincoln? Sorry to interrupt you, Theo, very quickly. It's not a very weird, weird situation because we've seen the exact same situation carried out week in, week out with Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. The only difference is, Kanye West won't jump up and smack a man in the face, but he does all the histrionics, he does all the talk all the time. You know, you know the man basically trolls his wife, his ex-wife. She's she's with an ex-man and he's trolling her. Mm, he is. Kanye he is. West is, he is, is. Is, is, is exactly what the same that. mental health situation is Kanye West. But the only difference is he hasn't smacked no one yet. Sorry, you know, he hasn't hit anybody. I'm not even going to put a yet on it. He hasn't hit anybody. Um, he's very hurt uh, and, and knows that that Kim Kardashian is very much a public person. So he's doing, and I'm not condoning what he's doing at all. Um, but you will see that with, with Kanye West, Kanye West was already banned from the Grammys. But they would do that to Kanye West. They would never dream of doing that to Will Smith because Will Smith has privilege. And I'm just going to keep saying it because he does. And well, we he's, he's recognize... banned now. Well, he's banned, banned now. now. Kanye he's West got banned because he came on the stage. He did. Kanye West got banned because he went on the stage. That's why he got banned from the Grammys. 
I think with, with, with Taylor Swift. That was yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, but he's been to the Grammy since then. Yeah, because he was going to get an award. That's why. That's why. They, that's why they bring him. My point is, he's up for an award, and they still banned him because he doesn't have the privilege that Will Smith has. So can I, Will Smith. It's not about privilege. Will, Will Smith has sold himself. That's his actions. If you want to look at it from another act, another, another, another theory, his actions, as you said, it's a black Oscar. And his actions, he sold himself for the Oscar. He sold himself. The black people are all up there, and then you have to go up there and do this and then just, just detract from the whole Oscar ceremony. You've detracted everything from the, look, we haven't a show about it. Because you distracted yourself. So we should have been here celebrating, but we're here just talking about talks. So that's to me, he sold himself. Will Smith, swing, he swings both ways anyway. So we don't know who he's sleeping with at the moment. Can I clarify something, Theo? Are you saying, when you say he sold himself, what do you? What are you saying? Clarify for me. He's He's been he's been coerced by somebody to do that. To, to, to destroy the Grammys, to destroy the Oscars. He's gone up there now. As we said, it's produced by a black man, the first black cast, the first black this, the first black that, first black this, first black that. And then he destroys it. As Stephen Morgan says, he worked against black people that night. Exactly. He worked against us. It wasn't, it wasn't to say, we didn't get celebrated. He worked against us for his own cause. As he said, he's privileged. To keep his privileged status, Will, you're going to have to do something. And that's what he did. That's another theory. Because now, look, the whole the whole Oscars is is gone up in smoke. You're never gonna get Chris Rock on there again. You're never gonna get. You're never I gonna get. Will have Chris Rock again. Yeah. I think the world. I think that definitely it's will have Chris Rock. Really soar now. It's going to absolutely soar. Yeah. You're never well, gonna get. But the Oscars, the Oscars were dropping and falling apart anyway. It's kind of like never I remember growing up. I wanted to see the Oscars, and then as you got older, you just oh, that's foolishness. They're not gonna get. They're never that guy. What's his name? Will Pack is never gonna produce one again. They're never gonna have an all black cast again. You're never gonna get this that 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 kind of that thing again. It's never gonna happen. Will Smith worked on his own agenda. No mental health issues. He's got nothing wrong with him. He's you know there's not a mental health with Will Smith. He will come and make another movie, and he will carry on doing what Will Smith does, and it's fine. As you said, he's privileged. He doesn't have to, he's privileged. That that slap doesn't affect his career one bit. Doesn't affect him any shape, way or form. Will Smith, that whole Smith family are all about themselves. They're not about anything. I think, I think, I think that, that, I think it will have an impact on his career in the interim. I think no, it, it is a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it will. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of the films that was being put out and a lot of films that he's supposed to be working on have been on hold. And I think that... That's, that's, that's the question. They've been put on hold. Yeah. They've been put on hold. So that means they just wait for everything to die down and we produce it in two years' time. No problem. Yeah, but my point is, but the point is, is that when it's on hold, he ain't getting paid. He's, you know... You don't, there, come on, give on. Give on. All right. Come on, man. Okay. Okay. When they... When things are put on hold, they're put on hold. So he will go away for a while and he will have to go. Whereas if this hadn't have happened, it would be Will Smith doing this, Will Smith doing that, Will Smith doing the other. There has to be a cooling off period. Yes. So, but... so for, for us, for everyday people, we may not see that as anything, 
but for him he might because that's his livelihood it's him being you know he's doing lives every day you see him do any live no he's yes. laying low it's going to have an impact. It will have an impact. I do think. Everyone, it's not going to. Everyone, Will Smith's next movie is going to be a big box office movie. It doesn't matter. He has. A, he can sit down for a whole year. They don't make movies every year anyway, so it's not a problem. Him cooling the off. The point is, I understand what you're saying. Got movies out. He's I understand what you're saying. Five, which are on hold. Yeah, right. I understand that, but they're on hold to come out at a later date. Yes, the who the are at the moment. Is that anything at the moment is the talking topic in three, four, five months' time? It's it gets put to the back burner, and that's it. He just comes out and just carries on. He sold out the whole of us for that that whole one. That that one night sold out everything. That's never gonna happen again. The the the, the white people are saying, look, you give black people a chance, and look what they do. They end up fighting like animals. Doctor Phil says we went back a hundred years. The entanglement took. All his manhood away, and he's been searching ever since. Can I can I just ask, Phil? I mean, the concept of um, there not being um, repercussions to his career, and yeah. him basically ruining um, the opportunity to um, celebrate with his his fellow black people an amazing event. And, and and basically uh, creating chaos by doing what he did. What is the motivation for that, Theo, if it's not mental health? The Smith, but Tony, you've said it the whole night, the whole time you've been talking about the Smith family. They do what they want. They don't care about the black race. What has Will Smith done for the black race? He doesn't come out and speak up. What has he done? But put that aside, but they do what they want. They do what they want yeah, when they, they want. So him doing that, it's got nothing. That just goes with that just goes with who they are. He does what he wants. As as everyone says, he's privileged. Their family's privileged. Is that not is is there no way that you look at what he's just done and go, there's a mental health problem here? I look at it and say everything that these people do is calculated. Nothing is done off the cuff, it's calculated. He knew if he got up there and slapped him, there's going to be repercussions. He because he, he didn't. It wasn't an instant reaction. If it was a, if it was an instant reaction, then I would say yes, yeah, something's not right. He's 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 lost it. He laughed. There was a pause because Chris Rock carried on talking for a little bit. He didn't just come up straight away. He carried mm -hmm. on talking. Then he came up. So it wasn't. It's all calculated. It's nothing done by chance. If it was a, just an instant reaction, then I'd say yeah. But he sat there. He pondered it, then he went up. And then he did what he did. Then he went back and shouted out, which he should have done in the first place, what he shouted out. And then what? Then he gets his Oscar later on after that. And gets a standing ovation. Then he's standing up after that, crying, my Oscars and all that. So it's all calculated. If you were so enraged and all that. I, you know, I can't even I can't even see how someone calculates that. And, and 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 calculates that with with proper mental rationale yeah because if you calculated that you must be dumb you must be somehow your brain that's why not I said, working properly I that's mean, why i said he sold out that's why i said he sold out himself that's so, why i said it but i i think that can i just interject here i think that i think that people behave in different ways and and things 
because there is a nervous laugh as well where people are like ha, ha, and then oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you actually oh, did yeah did i hear what i heard because you know we we hear things differently um so i think that you know as much as i have my theory and i'm holding on to my theory um i think that we have to remember that every person in this is a human being and i i do believe the one thing that i will say about will smith is that in that moment he became a 10 year old child he showed his child self not the adult self the child was in control like he was having a tantrum and and out of control and that's the one thing it, the, that's the one thing that in what i do and, and and how i help people that's the one thing i recognize straight away he was in his child's he left the responsibility of being the adult and was like a child having a tantrum you will not talk about my my wife's name no, 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 whatever but you acting like a child it was a very childish childlike way that his behavior was at that moment and i think that he's probably looking back on that and cringing and regretting that what he did because i think most people of a sane mind would regret that action that he took and you know what guys we're actually over time by five minutes so i don't know how you're feeling but i feel like we could go on a little bit longer and um just end this quite nicely because i think you know we've got lots of people will add in um their comments here um Kath Danton, Dar Dar Danton been leaving quite a, quite a lot of messages and um you know she said it was premeditated what would he gain from physically assaulting another man um it's career suicide I think it was meant to say if if it was if it, if it was if it was if, but, yeah, yeah if it was premeditated what would he gain yeah what would he gain but like I said for me, you know, looking at people's behaviours and what they do and how they react to certain things. You never know how someone's going to react. But there are certain signs that make you think, oh, that's this and or that's that. And I do believe that he was acting out a childhood experience at that moment, which would indicate that there are certain signs of mental health. And I know that we throw that word out like, woo! Woo! Yeah, but I think that there was something snapped in him. But I still think there's more to this than what we know. I still think Chris I, has done something more. I think he just, I think he was the I think he was the black man sent in to destroy the party. That's what he was. So you you saying this is a this was a premeditated fix because this is a theory that Mr. C has 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 gone with that. You know, the open hand slap was staged and it's not real and it was all rehearsed and that's why X, Y and Z. I, there's, not, there's not much that I haven't looked at. I'm still to work out how anybody benefits from this staged because, event. To, to tell you why, because it, Will Smith, he won an Oscar. He's, he's, got the, he's, he's a big superstar. So his career, it's gonna, it's not gonna damage him where he's gonna be like never be in the movie again. Yeah, he goes quiet for a year or two. He's got it, money's not an issue for him. He's loaded. He's made some of the biggest movies. He can quiet. Chris Rock's career has gone boom. His ticket sales have gone ridiculously. You know, it's yeah. sold out. All his shows are sold out now. 
So he's been he's been propped up. Will Smith, yeah, sit down for a few months more until this till this all dies down, and then you and then you go back on making your movies again. You've won an Oscar now. What more can Will Smith want? He wants he's got an Oscar. <laughs> he's got an Oscar. And, and, and the thing is about having the Oscar. This is his first Oscar. Yeah, he's oh, got an Oscar. Remembered, terrible. Yeah, exactly. He's got, but it doesn't. But it doesn't matter because that's all. That's what it's, his end game was to get an Oscar. He's got an Oscar now. He's in the Hall of Fame. They, can't, take. they can't. They can't take it away from him because they're not going to take, no, no, take, take it, it from him. They won't take it. Based upon what? Because he slapped that the movie's still the movie. He still acted in the movie, so they can't take it from him. So he's got an Oscar. He's in the Hall of Fame. What? What more? He can retire now, and he's still Will Smith. I think. I think we'll come back on this a year, a year from now, and be going. Well, was this real or was this fake? Because I that's think, what you're saying. It's fake. I just think that he's just a black man that went in there to destroy the party for us as black people. Because look now, look now. <laughs> Stephen Morgan saying premeditated is a it's, it's a possibility. It's all a possibility. But one thing Pamela R. Haynes has said it wasn't about Jada. It was about pride and ego, and I absolutely agree with that one hundred percent. Remember ego. when it first happened? You know, it looked like it was a, it looked like a stage box. Because I thought, doesn't, he doesn't, to me, he doesn't hit him. I, I looked at it and I thought, that's not real. But and then, it wasn't until then, he sat down and started shouting that I thought, oh, okay, maybe it was real. This, this, yeah, Chris, it was real. Chris, was you can yeah, his see. Response, Chris's response is like, okay, if that was an act. Because really, if, he had do, if they had done that and then and he sat back down and started laughing, we would have all thought, oh, they got together, they decided he was going to make that joke and they were going to run a joke that my man boxed him. But until he sat down and started swearing that people started thinking, because people were laughing and thinking, was that real? So you, I, you don't this, even the know. The, the box to me wasn't, I don't think he even slapped him, or now I still don't think he slapped him. It didn't, it looked like a stage one. It didn't look like a stage one. It was like he went like that to me. Well, Gentlemen, I think you, you two stand on your own foot there. I personally think that's a proper slap. I don't think he means to... He obviously didn't make a fist, but that that something looked real to me, and all the repercussions there are since tell me... That it was real. That's that's real. But I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not wrong. I wait to see that you guys are proven correct. But as I said, I think we'll be having a conversation in some time, whether it be six months, 12 months, or 18 months, and say, remember when you said that was a stage punch or a stage slap? Now we know different. Okay, so I'm going to just interject, because we're talking about toxic relationships. So, so we've talked about this. So where I want, so, so where I want to just kind of like focus on before we end the show is here. So... Is this, is there, in in our opinion, on being on the panel, men, is this a toxic relationship <coughs> that yeah. we are seeing here? Yeah. Theo says yes, because saying... I'm, I'm saying that Will should run for the hills. I think they're better off separate. Tony, is it toxic? I think they're both toxic, but because I don't sit in their house or sleep in their bed, I got I can't pick one one over the other. Who who is the most toxic? Out they're of the both two? toxic. They're both toxic. That's why it's oh, a toxic okay. relationship. So what does that what is yeah. what does that mean, Theo? That, both toxic. They're both toxic. 
They're so both two toxic. Pe two, two people, if, if they're both toxic, then effectively you're just saying two people have grown apart. No, they're just toxic. They The way they approach the life is, is toxic. She sits around the table blabbering about the holiday, holiday wears, about their whole life on TV. He's running around, doesn't know what, what is going on with him. His wife's on TV talking. He's on there crying and all this. She's sleeping with this one. He, it's just a crazy. Their children are all over the place. One's a boy, one's a girl, one's a man. One, I don't know. It's just the whole relationship is mad. Just even if you just think about them, their family lifestyle, their relationship, it's crazy. Nothing is stable. That's why I say it's toxic. The relationship is toxic. I don't know who's toxic, but the relationship from the outside looking in is toxic. So that's why I'm saying what I'm saying, Phil, because you're on the outside looking in. Yeah, so I'm, but, I'm, but that's all we can go by. Phil. What's going on from the inside? But Tony, but, but that's all we can go by. We can't go by anything. If somebody says to you, make you know, this is a situation, comment on it. Yeah, it wouldn't be much of a show if we just said, Well, we're not in the bed, we're not in the relationship. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm yeah. you see, this is one of the things, Lincoln, that I've always said about our show. This show, I used to call I'll call it our show, but I, I used to be I was there from the beginning. Yeah, and were. we used to have loads of debate around different subjects to do with relationships. Mm -hmm. And often I would be the voice of reason saying, well, we don't know what's going on here. We're making an assumption of this person being bad or that person being bad. Tony. And we, hang on, hang on. So what often happens is we take our, our, our goggles that we have, our Western goggles, yeah, UK goggles, and we look at things and we go, oh, that looks a bit shady. It must be bad. But we're using our lens. And often what other like, lens can you use, Tony? You could use their lens because you haven't but we sat can't down use their lens. You know, you said something earlier on. Hold on. You said something earlier on, and you're talking yeah. about this polyamorous thing, right? Yeah. And I says to you, okay, well, you know, would it be all right for 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 somebody to sleep with your your wife? I was like, polyamorous, well, absolutely. Yeah, but are you? I'm saying you're you're because you're saying it's a Western concept that you know that monogamy is a Western concept. I'm Lincoln, saying to you Lincoln, now, Lincoln, what do you think now? What Lincoln, do you think right now? now Lincoln, mm. right now, if you give me an option and said, Tony, do you want to sleep in this in your bed with six of the finest women in the world? No, 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 no. I'm talking to, to you about your right wife. Now. I talked to you about your wife. I said, would you be because you? The, the, hold on, hold on, hold on. The, yeah, the, the example world. Hold on, the, hold on. The example was. The example was about. Yeah, would you be all right with somebody sleeping with your wife? Because you said that I jumped up and said, "No, no, not my wife." And I'm yeah. saying to you, "What about you?" I'm saying, "Would you be okay. happy for another man to sleep with your wife?" So let me explain that to you then. Yeah. yeah? If you said to me today, Tony. I could set it up so you could have an open uh, relationship and you could have six of the finest women in your household in a harem. My male ego tells me yes. But my understanding of the concept of relationship also allows me to say, well, if I have to have, if I can have that, the women must have the same option the opposite way. So if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna have multiple women in my life, the women must also be allowed to have multiple men. 
Am I happy with that? I'm not going to go down that road because I don't know it. Okay. Okay, well, there yeah. you go. <laughs> okay. Well. So when, I'm, so when I'm saying, hell no, you understand what I mean then? But Tony, can I, can I say something? Yeah, when you ahead. do a show, yeah. all you can talk about is what's go, what's what's presented what to you. You can't talk yeah. from the inside because we're not on the inside. That means there'll be no shows. There'll be no shows on TV. There'll be no there'll be no there'll be no um, experts or specialists because that's what you do. You talk okay, about the facts presented are you, to you. Are you are you based upon that? Are you qualified in any way to 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 psychoanalyze another man based on what he does in his life? I'm not trying to psychoanalyze him. But that's what you're doing. No, I'm not. No, I'm giving my I'm giving my I'm giving my opinion. I'm giving my opinion. I'm giving my opinion. Analysis here at all. I'm giving my opinion. It's an opinion. Yeah. I mean, I'm giving my opinion. I'm not psychoanalyzing him. You're psychoanalyzing by saying he's got mental health. I haven't gone down that road. I'm I'm giving my opinion based upon what I have seen, not because I'm because I don't know Will Smith, never spoken to him, most probably never will. So I can't say he's got mental health issues. Yeah. I'm so, going by what I'm seeing so what and saying based upon that I've seen. So what you've seen, Theo, is insufficient to prove what you've said. It's my opinion, Tony. Exactly. I never said I'm right. I'm exactly. giving my opinion. Okay. So that would be the same for all of us. All of us. Tony, everybody's comments is an opinion. Giving an opinion. I've given my thesis of yeah, we're all giving. You've given your one saying it's mental health, and that's it. And it could be, it could be any one of us. It could we could all be wrong. Could be wrong or right. Yeah, it's just an opinion. But every show is based on somebody's opinion. We can't be in the in in the midst of their relationship and then trying to because then we would know the answers, then wouldn't we? But so from the outside looking in, to me, their their family dynamics and the relationships. Is crazy and toxic. You got as as Lincoln said, you got your 13-year-old daughter doing this, your 14-year-old son said, I'm moving out of my house, they need to turn around, I'm gonna be a girl. And to me, that's all crazy for me looking in as a father. Yeah, that just looks crazy. As a family dynamics, it looks crazy. Who's in control? I don't know. I don't know who wears the trousers, I don't know who's toxic, I don't know any of that. But from the outside, the way they run their life, there's no, there's no roles. Exactly. Let me give you a definition of toxicity because I did ask the question: Is this relationship toxic? So, I've gone to the dictionary version of this, and a toxic relationship is one that makes you feel unsupported, misunderstood, demeaned, or attacked on a basic level. Any relationship that makes you feel worse rather than makes rather than better can become toxic over time and here are the signs um signs of a toxic relationship lack of support uh toxic communication meaning swearing at each other um envy or jealousy controlling behaviors resentment dishonesty patterns of disrespect negative financial behaviors um, and these are these are to name but a few. This is what a toxic relationship looks like. That's the dictionary version of what that is. Do we, as a panel, do we feel, do we think 
um, from the evidence that we have, uh, and we don't have all the evidence because we don't live with them, and Simeon come live with me is two different things, right? We know this. But do you think, based on the evidence that we have seen and what we've heard, that do we think that the reason for this outburst is because the relationship is toxic? Yeah. I believe I, I think, believe I think, yeah. I think so, yeah. Based upon what you lot are saying, it has to be then, isn't it? It has to be. No, but based upon what you lot are saying, he's reacted because you're saying he's sleeping with Chris Rock. So that's belittling him and all that stuff. Yeah. And then based on what Tony's saying, mental health. Yeah, definitely. He's flipped because of all the other bits that's going on behind behind the scenes. So, so it must be toxic then, isn't it? I mean, very insecure. Very right. insecure. Um, Pamela Haynes says um, she's read the book and believes that Will is, he is very insecure. Absolutely. Very, uh, very and he's a control freak in his book as well. Mm. Um, so I think so there's... Who's the, so can't... who's the narcissist in relationship if he's a control freak? I don't know. I don't know what kind of control he is because his kids don't listen to him. So I don't know what control freak he is. This is, 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 this this is, how they live. this is, how they want to live. I think this is, a choice that they've made and this is, this is, this is, to be open about it and i think uh, there was a there was a, a a comment about them you know they do talk about things that are uncomfortable on the red table jada does talk about things that are, and i think some of the things that said on the red table have been taken out of context and i have said this before um because there was something that somebody was saying that she said that will doesn't satisfy her sexually and she did not say that that's not what she said but what the person heard and they've been saying that is that she said that, um, and so things get things get pulled and things get twisted by the media, by people. Sometimes we hear things, we think we hear things or said way, but actually we're not hearing what's actually been said. So I think that you know they have made a rod, as all the time people say, they make a rod for them own back. They've yeah. made that rod for their own back, and so. What I want us to do as a collective and as this show, because we want solutions, is to think about how do we avoid toxic relationships? And, you know, there may be people who are listening who are in a toxic or in a relationship and they feel it's toxic or the person that they're with is toxic. How can we now advise them uh, on identifying? Well, we, if we've already given the, the, um, the dictionary's definition of what, toxicity looks like within a, a relationship and that's envy that's resentment dishonesty and all of those things so those are the things so how do we now help those who are listening to to one we, we know how we identify it, but how do we leave it how do we get out of it how do we resolve it how do we resolve it and that's you know in the last 10 minutes of the show we'll go to our path we can if we can focus on that how we resolve it i know that you know all of you have been married, are married and have been married. So we've had conflict within relationships. How do you sort that out? 
So I would answer by saying education is key because up until my age that I am today, everything I've learned about relationships, about marriage, about men and about women is done by experience. I looked at my mother and I looked at my father and my grandfather and my great grandmother and um, various other relationships growing up. And I looked and learned different things from different times. But in the end, most of what I've done as an adult is trial and error by my own self. There isn't, and what we've lacked as a community is the guidance. We've never, we, we, we grew up and we were, we were growing around a generation or those of, of an age, because if you're younger, you probably wouldn't have had this, but those of an age where our parents worked like dogs to provide, you know, they came from the Caribbean. My, my direct mum and dad were on a boat from, on, you know, from the Caribbean over to the UK. Um, and we grew up in, in an environment where they struggled to provide for us. <coughs> we were provided with, we were given great, great standards of living because our parents worked really hard to provide. What we saw, we, we, um, we copied. So hence why I have a certain mentality about the way people should be, the way marriages should be, the way men and women should relate with one another. What we haven't done is take away all that we've learned, like what I've learned in my lifetime and gone, this is what we should be presenting to young people by way of education about how to find a partner, how to ensure that partner is the right partner, how they should, they should treat you, how you should treat them, what you should be considering about a long-term relationship, what you should be considering about financing relationship, all these different things that make an impact as you go through a relationship because believe me what i did with my partners at 20 is totally different to what i did at 30 40 and 50. and that's because i've grown and learned and, and become a different person over that period of time and if someone had sat me down and given me rites of passage and said this is the things that you need to be wary of i might have had better chance of maintaining those uh marriages which didn't work Okay, thank you for that. Thank you for that, Tony. Who wants to go next? Um, you know, Maya Angelou, what did she say? She said, when people show you who they are, believe them. Yeah. Um, if you get into a relationship and the person starts being controlling or they start being, you know, uh, reacting a certain way that you don't feel comfortable with, you need to get out of that relationship. Uh, I also agree with with Tony about kind of us being shown um, what to look for. Now I know that, that you know people, well you know what people find things controversial. It doesn't matter what you do. if you scratch your nose, people will say it's controversial. Somebody will be offended by it. But one of the things for me when I married my wife was I looked at my wife and I looked at my wife my wife's parents when I looked at my wife's parents and this doesn't go for everybody so you know hold fire don't shoot me because I've got a, you know I, I think a certain way but um I looked at my wife's parents and I thought you know what 
they're not they're not divorced. I didn't want to, you know, kind of be with somebody whose parents were divorced. And the thinking behind that at that stage in my life was, you know, what my parents, you know, even though you know that you know they went through that whatever they went through, they weren't divorced either. So it was kind of like, you know, what I want somebody who, regardless of what it is, we're just going to stick with it. I want to go through it as long as you're not abusing the person, right? Try and figure it out, try and work it out. But when it's toxic and the person may be physically abusive or, you know, verbally abusive or, you know, financially abusive, then there's, there's an issue. But I think other things can be just worked out. Um, and I think, you know, that if you're in a relationship for a lot, I mean, we're talking about them being in a relationship for 20 years, but what quality of relationship is it? When you wake up in the morning, do you feel good about this relationship? Do you feel secure in this relationship? And I think that has to be the plumb line for me. How do you feel in that relationship? If you feel that there's something dodgy about it, then you need to be thinking of thinking quite seriously about it. If you think, you know what, there are small things that we've agreed that we can kind of like you know sort out because every nobody's perfect i'm not perfect my wife's not perfect but what am i prepared to live with that's, that's you know i mean that's my kind of toughness worth before we i think we've got about 10 seconds left Theo, do you want to jump in quickly before i just get it's done it's a bit of a combination of everything i think what tony said what uh, what lincoln said um, but it's down to you as the individual. If you're not, if you're not happy and comfortable in, in a situation, it's like anything. If you're not happy and comfortable in your job, you leave it. You can't fix the other person. You can tell them this is what's happening. They have to work on themselves. You, as an individual, cannot do anything. But you have to be self-preservation. So if you're in a relationship and you're not comfortable, and it's and it's not being supportive, and everything what you just said about being toxic. You can explain it to the person, but it's for them to then work on themselves because you can't do it for them. It's like a drug addict. You can take the drug addict to the to the counselling, but if they're not ready to come off the drugs, they're not going to come off it. You can tell them and advise them. So if someone's in a toxic relationship and they're not feeling comfortable enough, then you just have to say, you know what? I have to walk away because you're going to bring me into a situation where... We're having discussions like Will Smith and Jada, if the relationship is toxic or not, or it's this and it's that, because something's going to happen and you might flip out or whatever. So if you're in a, and if that's in that situation, you have to find yourself out of it because it's not going to get any better because that person is not going to change because they're going to continue to do what they're doing. Absolutely true. I think we've had some really good points here tonight. I know that we've had a little bit of a laugh with unpick some and unpack some stuff and I think I think for me I want to first of all I want to thank Tony actually for being so transparent and open especially in his last statement um, about his relationships and I think that's it's really important that we we un, we see that and, and adhere to that that we are all we're forever evolving we're forever changing and we um we are not the same as what we were when we were in our 20s and 30s and even 40s, those of us who are, you know, on, on the on the five O. I think that in in terms of our relationships, I think it was um, Stephen who said, I think there was a comment, Stephen said in the first instance, 
don't ignore the red flags absolutely and i think that that's key so for those people who are single out there and you're looking to get into a relationship don't ignore the red flags and you know just because you go <laughs> just because you think you feel nice or she makes you feel really manly don't ignore the red flags it's really important when they are um but equally as the relationship moves on communication is key and respect is the minimum in any relationship if there's no respect it can't work and it's never going to work so if you're feeling that your partner is not respecting you then that's a time when you have that conversation you start talking and as theo said you are responsible and i think there's some other people on here um, um i believe um Dorota and tina have been saying you know you have to start with self which is absolutely true and that person you know has to work on themselves you can't none of us can change anybody we can only change ourselves and be responsible for changing ourselves so you know i i want to encourage those who are in or might find yourself in a toxic kind of relationship that you know you can overcome it but that's going to take a lot of work on yourself and your partner's work on themselves and then coming together and working together it's not impossible but it's hard work and i think that what we need to also let people know is that now marriage relationships is not easy and and it was never designed to be easy it's a friendship where you work together you come together and if that that is not your mentality then leave the person pick me alone that's what i'm going to say leave the, the person pick me alone and let them get on with it if you're not in that mindset where this is what i want and this is where i'm i'm going to work and i'm going to make this work that's right leave it alone and that's what yeah, i'm going to do so you know i know that we've talked about will smith and jada pinkett smith and you know the oscars and the slap and you know who did what and who was responsible for what at the end of the day will is responsible for his actions jada is responsible for her actions and she didn't make will do anything that he didn't want to do he chose to do that willingly um even if she's whispered in his ear go and slap him you know my parent would say if so if somebody tell you to go and jump up and it, the bridge. <laughs> so every person has to take 100% responsibility and i'm just asking you all don't throw out my theory but think about it <laughs> <laughs> think about the theory Thank you guys oh, this has been an incredible show i've really enjoyed having you guys on the show yes and thank you for that pamela um the national domestic abuse helpline number is there on the chat if you need it if you find that yourself in that kind of situation please do reach out please get some help um and that's vice versa if it's a man who's been abused or a woman being abused please use the, this um, helpline number. Thank you so much for putting it on the chat, Pam. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Great discussion. We'll be back next week. Now, you know, I think we've, we've exhausted this topic, haven't we, really? But I know that the women may want to have a chance to talk about how they feel about a toxic relationship. And so I'm going to throw it out to the ladies because i really want us to start talking about the family unit and and i'm going to say this openly we are going to be discussing the lgbtq 
whatever other letter of the alphabet goes on it because i don't know we are going to be discussing some things i posted something on the um the facebook chat uh, a pregnant lady had made this statement and i really want to have this conversation so have a look see tony's not just twisting up have a conversation have a look at what i mean by that um we need to have this conversation we really really do because i feel that women womanhood as in being a female with with dna that says i'm female, are under attack i really do and this is where our brothers our our husbands our brothers come together and stand with us because there's a lot of foolishness going on in the world and we're going to put that to right so join me again join this panel guys you guys have been fantastic tonight love you all i'll see you guys guys next week nine o'clock it looks like we'll keep going over if the conversation is good all right but love to you all take care ciao ciao and i ciao. will see you god bless soon. you bless up people god bless everybody